You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. ABC Tonight. Special Agent Will Trent. Judge Bureau Investigation. I told him I'd bring my best. Will sees things that no one else does. Based on the New York Times bestselling series. Why Will Trent? He's good police. And he's objectively hot. See crime. Put on Amber Alert. There's a kidnapping. Through his eyes. He read that crime scene like it was a book. Ramon Rodriguez is. I'm a pretty observant guy. Will Trent. Series premiere tonight, tonight central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey, and welcome to Fan Theory Queries, where we analyze fan theories from all over the internet, but mostly Reddit. I'm Laura. I'm Michael. I'm Spencer, and I would like to welcome a special guest to the show. This person is the co-host of a podcast called Human Values. It's a hilarious comedy game show all about having logical debates about illogical questions. Like, what's your price to drop a Starbucks? Sound familiar? Well, Laura, Michael, please join me in welcoming Aaron Corney to Fan Theory Queries. Hey, welcome. Waka, waka. So, Aaron, this is exciting. So, you know how, like, Jimmy Fallon sometimes will do, like, a whole week in a particular city or something, and they get the the joy of having Jimmy in their city? You know what I'm talking about, right? No, we're not having Jimmy Fallon on the show, but we have the second best thing, and that's Aaron. (laughs) Aaron's going to be joining us for the entire week of Fan Theory Queries this week. Think of me as your safety blanket for the week. I'm just going to wrap myself around you guys (laughs) and make you feel warm and fuzzy. Well, I'm actually... I am pretty warm right now. Uh, it's hot in this Think room. Think of me as like one of those cooling <laughs> gravity blankets, right? The ones that are breathable. Okay. Like I'm going to hold yes. you, but I'm going to hold right, you let's... in like a cool, soothing way that will make an infomercial about. <laughs> that's that's better. I, I'll, I'll Somebody's got to hold him. It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll she hold him. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Human Values, we will give you a chance to plug this show at a little bit later. But first, a theory. We're going to let Michael kick off the week with a super fun theory michael show aaron how it's done all right so i am super excited about bringing this theory to the table this week my theory is from user beau from reddit and they say that on the office jan was going to kill michael after getting pregnant so this is all after watching the new Superfan episodes on peacock more specifically the dinner party episode michael and jan never really made sense She was a cold-hearted businesswoman, and he was a goofy, quirky man. As the show progresses, and we see Jan's life fall apart, starting with her divorce, we also see her desperation for happiness increase along with her decrease in standards. Of course, Jan has a strong need to be admired, and Michael could offer that, so she finally gives in, until Michael leaves her. This throws Jan for a huge loop. She thought she was in control of the relationship, Then she goes and gets breast implants to try to prove herself to Michael, someone she thought she would never have to get approval from. That's what you always do when you want approval. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm going to do whenever I need (laughs) approval. Yeah. It's why I have breasts now. (laughs) (laughs) It's a story for another day. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So this is the start of her demise. Of course, what totally sends her over the edge is being fired and having to rely completely on Michael. Fast forward to the dinner party episode. Jan has failed at suing the company because of Michael and is trying to make do, but that is what we are led to believe. Jan moved in and started redecorating immediately. You can tell when you see the condo in in the episode, it's all Jan, and she goes on to explain everything that she did to bring it up to her standards. Remember this. 
Then we see her candle room for Serenity by Jan, another form to try to make money. She says she has space issues and makes Michael sleep on the bench. And <laughs> most of Jan's actions point her to hating Michael. <laughs> Michael doesn't fit Jan's standards. We know this after his bankruptcy and how she first reacted and basically how she treats him all the time. Michael also in this episode confides to Pam that he thinks Jan is trying to poison him, hinting, <laughs> hinting that this is probably not the first time. And we know that Jan is capable given that she shaved and spray painted the neighbor's dog for no real reason. She literally says, it bit me and I didn't even feel it. Oh my God. <laughs> that must be part of the super fan. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't remember that either. Okay, okay, so stay with me. I read in another fan theory post that Jan kidnapped the girl who was missing so she could make money with the, her candles for the vigil. Mm. If she can do that, who's to say she wouldn't kill Michael after he had the vasectomy reversed? Snip, snap, snip, My snap. My God, I thought you were going to say for, she made the candles term. out of the kid. So that's a lot less <laughs> oh, no. I'm a lot happier oh, you were like, no. okay, made them for the vigil. <laughs> I was like, where is this going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have been super dark. <sighs> yeah. Um, the uh, super fan episodes are... It's dark enough on its own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. So uh, if she can do that, who's to say she wouldn't kill Michael after he had the vasectomy for his sperm, inherit his newly re- renovated condo, possibly a life insurance policy, and make more money with her candles for the vigil? I think if Michael didn't go with Dwight, he would have been murdered that night. <laughs> have I lost my mind? Maybe. <laughs> and that's the theory. So what do you guys think? Holy moly. Aaron, have I know you are you've you've seen some office episodes. I've have officed. you seen this particular episode? Oh, of course. It's you've the, uh, <laughs> yeah. I've officed. Um who hasn't okay, in our okay. generation? Um Yeah. It's either the <laughs> it, um, it's, I have it, a handful of people. Yeah, it's like the oh, fair enough. I find it's like both the validator and <laughs> instigator for a lot of mental health issues for our generation. So That's that's very yeah. true. Yeah, I've seen the episode. <laughs> I love the episode. It's a classic. Uh we just get to see how incredibly mm-hmm. toxic and dysfunctional Jan and um Michael are and Jan's got a weird codependency going on with him where she's, yeah, it's, she's, she's clearly not dating Michael. She's clearly dating some archetype that really matters to her. Maybe her dad was like that. And she, like, it's hard to know what is going on with her, but she, like, has a reverence for him that makes no sense and mm-hmm. a disgust. But yeah. I never, I never thought this theory went that way. Cause I remember the, the off joke about, um, is it okay? Can I just start <laughs> ranting? Are we at a point? Sure. Like, I, I don't know. I I I, w- I want to follow guest etiquette properly. So if you don't want me to get on soapbox, no. This is what we do. Okay. Yeah. You you go immediately with your idea okay. after having heard the theory. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I can I can just run blind up to my soapbox and start flailing. So here's the thought. Okay. Yes. I'm going to keep it short, but it's very straightforward. I think that if Jan was going to get him kill him after getting pregnant, she wouldn't be poisoning things yet. And because he was suspicious of the poisoned soup, which of course it wasn't poisoned uh or was it but like that meant she's already tried to poison him before so he's already has this precedent with her that she's trying to kill him so i don't think jan was Mm. going to kill him later i think jan had already set a a, a dynamic with them maybe it's a little bit of a phantom thread thing you know but like she's Mm -hmm. she's got him standing by just to die like she's erratic and maybe he's into it man yeah that's a that's a very good analysis um i didn't think that way i it's a a very much uh, in-depth, detailed 
thought process of this, I would just say I think she's capable of murdering somebody. That's all I have oh, for sure. <laughs> to add. Because um, and some of the th- ways that she looks at Michael and the the interactions she's had with him, you know, I wouldn't put it past her if he looked at her the wrong way. Especially the way you see their interactions in that particular episode, she would snap and take him out. Uh, but as far as the way this theory in particular, in particular positions it, I just am not sure uh, if there's enough evidence to suggest this. Uh, anybody else? If somebody correct me if I'm wrong, I think at the dinner party episode, this is a point when Jan is thinking she does not want to have kids. Well, she's she's flip flopping, right? Because she's going to first you have me yes. snip, then unsnip, then snip, then unsnip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think we're at a point right now where she's at that I don't want kids. I thought we agreed we didn't want to have kids. No, Jan, that was you. You didn't want to have kids. Then you mm-hmm. did want to have kids. Then you didn't want to have kids. I think that's where we are right now. Is she's on a no. So when it comes to the dinner party, that doesn't make, that's why it doesn't make too much sense to me. Right. Of her going to kill him and then collect his sperm after she <laughs> kills him. That is so weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it just runs in theme with and, all the dark underlying stuff on that show, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. Well, and then and why would you do it after a dinner party, after you had all these people there? Wouldn't you be on your best behavior so you wouldn't be suspected of killing someone if you if you saw if all those people saw you that night, saw you acting erratically, and then the next morning the people that they left in the home, the only two people, Michael and Jan, only one of them is still alive. <laughs> if you've been acting crazy the night before, we're all gonna think, Oh, Jan killed him. You would think she would be on her best behavior if she's about to kill him That's so that point. nobody would suspect her. However, if she really is a crazy person, would a crazy person be rational enough to think about that? See, and that's true, too, because I do watch a lot of true crime stuff. She does. And, I mean, people are so narcissistic that they're like, no one will ever suspect me because I'm so smart. And they are... They they give it all away yeah. instantly. Well, done, so, yeah. I mean, that's true, too. Yeah, and they've done so many studies, right, of, like people in power especially like corporate executives at the top Ooh. having like high levels of like sociopathic or psychopathic mm-hmm. predispositions would that be like the american psycho story kind of yeah it's just like a lack of empathy yeah. and a pure drive that is kind of disconnected from the human condition and like that's jan so maybe she wouldn't mm-hmm. feel the shame because to her it's like these are all just pawns and when they don't do what i want i'll knock them off the board yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah So I'm going to go ahead and hit some of these comments that we found, and then we can kind of slowly wrap up our discussion here. From ATL underscore cracker, they say, Karen saw it early. She's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, Aaron, one of our favorite things about doing this is the uh, Reddit usernames. ACL cracker? I want to know the story. Like, yeah, this is either. There are so many stories of so many usernames. This is like this is either. This is a white jogger. Where are we going with the title? (laughs) Yeah, it it could be a white person from Atlanta, or an alternate cracker, or an alternate to, uh, you know, saltines. You never know. Uh Yeah, I like to imagine it's ACL or ATL. ATL. Oh, ATL. I thought you said ACL. Okay, never mind. Karen saw it early. She's crazy. In New York at the corporate office, Michael, Jim, and Karen were all interviewing for the regional manager position. Jan has a meltdown. Jim says he feels sorry for her. Karen says, don't. 
I think Karen uh, is probably the most logical person on this show. Yeah, but she's also one of the least favorites. Because overall. she's the most logical. Yeah. But that's the thing, though. If you think back on it now and you look at it, a lot of people are saying, you know what? Karen's vindicated because she did nothing wrong. Absolutely. That's true. That's true. But she also was boring. <laughs> she played Call of Duty. Come on, man. She didn't Karen's have great. radon poisoning. Karen's that's wonderful. I, I won't sit here as a guest on any show and hear Karen <laughs> spoken of that way. Karen Filipelli. Karen Filipelli. <laughs> Was your dad a GI? You <laughs> look so exotic. All right, who else we got? Wesley Pipes 5011 says, I always thought the poison thing was just a throwaway joke, but you made me believe this 100%. And in response to that, Not My Hershey Bar says, Michael may be an idiot, but he knows when he's being threatened. A lot of people who grew up being picked on and who had crummy parents learned that. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty dark. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, Wesley Pipes, I mean, come on, you really believed it just from this theory? Yeah. Some people, they don't need much. Take much. Yeah. Right, Michael? I, yes. I like to imagine that her whole candle room is people. You know, let's go dark. <laughs> like, I think. It's all. <laughs> Yep. Like it's all candles rendered from the fat of humans. You know, I've never heard mm-hmm. the exactly. I've never heard that the theory of the Scranton Strangler being Jan, but now I'm all for it. Dazzling Yogurt six eight two one says Jan was the Scranton Strangler. Dazzling Yogurt and would response, say that. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very Dazzling Yogurt thing to say. Yeah. Right. Get out of here, uh, Dazzling God. Yogurt. That was Aaron's idea. Yeah. And in response to that, OP comes back and says, "OMG, that would make perfect sense." And for years, everyone has been blaming it on Toby. That makes it 10 times better because that's mm-hmm. totally something that would happen to Toby. <laughs> well, Toby would be prosecuted for it and put in prison for life, and it was Jan all the time. Just more yep. of these yep. corporate exactly. statements, right? We're all falling on the, on, on the sword for these corporate folks. Exactly. <laughs> yep. So uh, I'm going to read this last comment, and then we can wrap this discussion up. So this is actually from Not My Hershey Bar. Uh, their comment says, uh, yeah, it works. She has the narcissism and inability to see another person as a human being. She has reached a level of disgust and depersonalization with Michael that couples therapists would uh, say a spouse can't return from. She sees him as a fir- as first a means to achieve a goal, and then when she has the money and baby that she wants, he's extraneous and even threatening to that goal. That's totally motive, capability, and she had plenty of opportunity. Yeah, kind of. I mean, she she I mean, clearly she was already issues. broken up with him by the time she got pregnant. Yeah, he yeah, didn't correct. even know she was pregnant. Correct. When she was pregnant. That's true. Um, and but I mean, going along with that, you know, they have the baby shower for her, mm-hmm. and while she's pregnant, she's like leading him along of taking her to Lamaze class, and then she didn't even call him when she went into labor and had the baby, and then they came and did that baby shower, and she just pont like pawns the baby off on everyone else so she can lay down and take a nap and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she she's clearly manipulative. She's not a good person. That's that's clear, but I don't know if this is enough to uh really say that she would murder him. But I, I don't know, I guess we'll find out because yeah. I feel like I've got all I need to know. It sounds like we're all about ready to rate this theory, so how about a quick ad break and then we'll come back to share our final opinions. Michael, I always knew that deep down you are a jerk. What? Michael is the least jerky out of anyone I know. Yeah, and I've only known Michael for like 20 minutes. But yes, he's not a jerk. 
Well, Aaron, that surprises me because he's trying to rob you of your opportunity to tell us about human values. Oh, hey, I, I'm sorry. I didn't know that you wanted to do that now. When else would we do it? Christmas Eve? Aaron, I apologize for Spencer. Clearly, he is the most jerky. Yeah, it's it's all good. I mean, he's just trying to make good on his words. So maybe not jerky, just, I don't know, woefully misunderstood like uh, Boo Radley? Or Bane. Aaron, please tell us about Human Values. Sure. (laughs) Human Values is a podcast. It's a weekly comedy game show. I co-host it with Lindsay Hicks. She and I sit down with our favorite personalities every week and think of us as like your weekly stop for logical debates about illogical questions. So we dork out about that. And then we look at listener numbers and we do lots of polls and data. So for example, we have Kel Mitchell on asking him what his price is to have every dish made out of orange soda or Steve Zaragoza's on to ask what's your price to suddenly have a sentient elbow that can talk. His answers were (laughs) gross and fascinating. (laughs) Mike McNeil came on and talked about what your price is to eat an entire throw pillow over the course of three days. It's wacky, ridiculous, wonderful. And yeah, come uh, check us out. You says weekly and can people find it on any podcast platform? Any podcast platform. You can find it on the Sharper Image podcast platform. You can find it on Sky Mall's uh, catalog. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, you know, it's wherever you listen to podcasts. We're, we're out there. We're everywhere. We evangelize very effectively for our cause. And we hope you guys come listen. Awesome. Thanks, Aaron. You're welcome. And we'll be right back. Brilliant. would you like to challenge your little grey cells while reveling in the vintage perfection of David Suchet's Poirot? If so, then the Labours of Hercule podcast was made for you. We're taking a deep dive into every episode of this masterpiece of television and giving you the clues you need to solve the case along with Poirot himself. We present the case and you solve it. Whether you're a detective in the making... Or if you just simply want to gush over the genius and art decodence of Agatha Christie... Then subscribe now to the labors of Hercule wherever you get your podcasts. Monsters are as old as humanity itself. Monsters embody our fears. Yet, they help us define the boundaries of what it means to be human. We know most monsters aren't real. Yet, we can use monsters to learn about reality, psychology, biology, folklore, literature, critical thinking. We're on a journey to learn about the world through the lens of monsters. And we hope you'll come along with us. Subscribe at monstertalk.org. By the way, y'all have been pronouncing Aaron's name wrong. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. How? Well, you're saying Aaron, but it's actually Aaron with one A. Spencer. Aaron's not going to want to come back after this. It's fine. It's all right. I'm not a greedy person, okay? I just need 1A to get the job done, <laughs> all right? But I don't want to correct you guys. But yeah, it's, it's Aaron, not Aaron. Oh, right. Sorry about that. It, 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 it's fine. Let's just, Listen, I can let this go. I'm ready to rate the theory. Do you guys, uh, I don't know, h- how do we do this? Well, it's your lucky day, because we've got a special rating scale that's not just fun, but catchy. Catchy, you say? Go on. The highest rating that we have is genius. This is reserved for only the best theories, which we believe are better than the actual canon. The next step down is plausible. It's a good theory. It's believable. Unlikely is next. It's not a terrible theory, but pretty unlikely, as the name suggests. And then the last thing is preposterous. These are the theories that are just stupid. Basically, we're all dumber for having listened to them. (gasps) 
<laughs> I love the contention you have, Michael, when you say you're just stupid. Like these people did something really wrong to you. How dare you suggest that? He's the one who came up I with love the it. scale. I love it. That was all Michael. I love it. <laughs> who you. knew that that man, that innocent, sweet looking <laughs> little man, could feel that way? <laughs> but he does a lot about a lot of theories, actually. It, yes, he does. He Michael, does. by the way, I'm siding with you. Yeah. If anyone talks yes. to you that way, I'm on your side the whole show, the whole week. Thank you. You know, on the last you episode, so sorry, it's I nice take that back. On the, on the last episode of this week, I'm going to turn on you like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to have an ally for once. <laughs> uh, Laura, would you like to go first to show, uh, give an example of how we do this? All right. I think this theory is preposterous. I, <laughs> I think this is absolutely ridiculous. Jan was not going to kill Michael. That ruins all of her plans for her life. I mean, I do think she was smart enough to know that they, she would be caught if she killed someone. This is just ridiculous. So I'm going to go with preposterous. All right. I'll go next to give you one more example, Aaron. I'm going to say this one's unlikely. I think she's capable of murder. I really do. And maybe if this, the circumstances were a little bit different, if she really thought she could get away with it, I think that she really could snap and take Michael out and say it was an accident or just go away and pretend like she never knew Michael. I don't know, because she clearly is <laughs> unstable. But as far as this theory goes, I just don't think that it would be, you know, it was like not a premeditated thing and... Really, there's just no evidence provided in this theory to really support it other than just her personality and some events that don't necessarily indicate that she's going to murder somebody. So it's not technically, in my opinion, preposterous, but highly unlikely, I think. I think it's unlikely, and anyone out there who thinks otherwise is just stupid. <laughs> You're just... I don't care if you... What you believe... No, no. Uh, I think it seems unlikely. I, I, Aaron, Aaron, come on, man. <laughs> sorry, should I, should, I, should I hunker down and be meaner to your audience? <laughs> I can do it. Jeez, I didn't know we were that in your face. Uh, it just no, depends no. on who, if you want new listeners. If you can't handle the truth, stay out of my lane. Uh, no, listen, I think it's, I think it's unlikely because I think the same points you guys brought up already. It's, does she have it in her? Mm -hmm. For sure. Does she, uh, the, my only basis is the fact that he already thinks that she might be poisoning his food, which means she has set a precedent, which means it is unlikely yeah. <laughs> extrapolating from that to believe that she's thinking she won't kill him prior to getting knocked up by him. So, I believe this is like mm. either it's she's going to kill him and they've just made their peace with it, kind of, or it's a phantom <laughs> thread thing where like she's just poisoning him a little and he kind of likes it. And maybe that's love. I'm just killing like him a little each a, day. I don't know. But like it's a Munchausen's by proxy yeah, thing like, of like she's just mm. doing it for sympathy from people. She just wants okay. that. Like, like it's just like they like the dynamic is she wants him a little weaker because she just still feels insecure about it. I Listen, it's hard to understand. I can't promise that I've learned all the ways of love in my life yet. And if there's more to learn from these two, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. And anyone that disagrees with me is objectively a wrong person. <laughs> Very nicely done. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yes. Thank yes. you. Well done. Yeah. So is Jan psychotic? Yes. Do I think that she is planning to kill Michael? Probably not. Uh, at least not during the time of this show. Maybe later on in life she comes back around and decides she wants to kill him. But <laughs> right now she doesn't really have anything to gain from killing him other than her own personal satisfaction. So... I'm going to rate this one unlikely as well. 
Awesome. Excellent. Three unlikelies, one preposterous. Uh, I can count. <laughs> cool. Good job. All right. Show off. So uh, that sounds like it's about time to bring this episode to a close. <laughs> I mean, I don't have very many opportunities to do that. It's so a weird. I it's a weird flex, but I'll uh, you know I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> it is time to bring this episode to a close. But before we do, I want to celebrate Batman Day. Now, though this episode comes out later, as of this recording, Batman Day was two days ago, and so. I spotted this fascinating movie detail that gives some insight into the movie that some might argue started the serious comic book movie movement, Batman 1989. And so I just happened to spot this from Reddit user We Were Here BH. Uh, they pointed out something fascinating that I always love whenever you get some insight into an actor's performance and, and how they mm -hmm. prepared for a role. And so they point out that to give life to the eccentric, crazy, and over-the-top Joker in Batman 1989, Jack Nicholson spent 51 years playing himself in real life. <laughs> it's <Whoa>. good. <laughs> fascinating. Oh. I had no idea. But um, it makes a lot of sense, huh? And uh, it it uh, you know it explains why no That's one's dedication. It explains why no one's been able to do the exact same thing that he has with that character. Mm. Mm -hmm. So you are all now enlightened, <laughs> uh, especially you, Aaron. I know you came to show specifically for these these fascinating facts. I love put a, that one in your I pocket. Love a, I love a fact. It's like the 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 Futurama. Uh, uh, tells of interest you watched it you can't unwatch yes. it <laughs> excellent well this has been fan theory queries i'm laura i'm michael i'm aaron from the podcast human values and i'm spencer in our next episode we ask why does wolverine smoke cigars doesn't he know those things will kill him Actually, Wolverine can't. Subscribe really... to Fan Theory Queries so you don't miss out on that and other fascinating fan theories. <laughs> <laughs>